I'm Jamie Gennaro, and this is Business for Humans. Let's talk about taking your business to a new level without the suits and without being a robot. Here, you can be yourself, you can be imperfect, you can be flawed, and you can still have raging success. So let's go. Okay, guys, this one's so good. that I can't record video because it's another one of those episodes where I'm still in my pajamas. It's Sunday. The construction is quiet and I'm trying to be quiet because it's the morning and my teenager is still sleeping. But this might still wake him up because I'm going to get excited. Um, I think this is one of those episodes that if this applies to you, you might need to listen to it more than once. Um, And I say this because I got so inspired by reading this amazing book, which maybe maybe I've mentioned before, but it's The Mountain Is You, Brianna Wiest. I think that's how you pronounce her name. And it's just, she's just so right on and honest and direct about what you need. And so I've been inspired by this topic of change um, because I realized about myself that I push myself to constantly change. And that might not be good either, right? Like there are people who are afraid of change and there are people who like seek it out. And I think for me, what's interesting is I'm always in this constant state of change. And so sometimes I forget to like marinate in the moments when I'm not changing and I'm letting all of the change and the growth sink in, which is really important. It's sort of like sleeping at night, right? Your brain processes information and learns things. When you're sleeping, it it digests the stimuli. And it's important to take that time to digest too. But that's not what we're focusing on. (laughs) We're focusing on the change today. but I feel, you know, qualified to talk about change because I am always in it. And I am going to tell you a little bit about my story. You know, if, you, if, you've, if you're listening and you know me, then you know my story about how I ended up in the Netherlands and sort of my, my journey. But if you don't know me, I want to share it because I think it's sort of part of what I'm, what I'm sharing today, what I'm talking about. So I'm going to go a little bit into that story. If you've been listening for a while and you don't know me and you're like, why does she live in the Netherlands? What's the deal with that? You will figure that out in this episode. So let's talk about change and let's talk about how it starts. I feel like it starts with this feeling of being stuck. And I think this feeling of being stuck is an interesting one because it cut, like, a lot of my clients come to me with this feeling like I'm stuck. I need to get unstuck. I don't know why I'm stuck. How do I get unstuck? We also have this expression like between a rock and a hard place. And I've never really understood (laughs) what this expression means exactly. But when you think about being stuck, I think it's perfect because being stuck is obviously a mindset, right? But it's like you're stuck between a rock and then also like a place just like a rock. So it's not like 
it's like a rock and a cushion. And then you're like, oh, it's really easy to get out from under the rock because then I'm going into the cushion. I'm going into the cozy place. It's like, no, I'm stuck between two things that are hard. And I sort of don't want either. And I think this idea of like getting unstuck and starting a change is only about commitment. It's just committing to this next phase. And it seems really easy to be like, okay, I commit. Like, I'm ready for a change. I commit. But committing means committing. It doesn't mean half-assing it. It doesn't mean trying it out for a day. It doesn't mean buffering by reading a bunch of self-help books and making a bunch of lists, right? It means taking action towards this new version of yourself. It means getting uncomfortable. And it also means acceptance. And this is something I've been working on really closely with one of my clients that's in burnout. And acceptance means you got to get honest, right? So when people kind of hit their rock, rock bottom, right? When people, you know, have some severe issues with coping and they start to kind of drop downwards. This idea of committing to something new and like getting out from under the rock, it's like drastic, right? I mean, they've hit this rock bottom and they're like, okay, this is it. I can't do this anymore. Like I'm losing all my relationships. I'm losing my connection to myself. I'm losing everything. It's time to make a change. And I think for most of us, we if we don't feel that rock, rock bottom, we don't make that same level of commitment because we're fine, right? Like we're fine. We're managing. We're chugging along. We look like everything's good from the outside. But somewhere in the inside, we kind of are at a rock bottom, right? And we feel safe in that place. We keep repeating patterns. And it's hard to look at ourselves and go, oh, it's because of us. I mean, we kind of know it, right? We sort of know, like, I'm staying in this pattern because I'm afraid to change it. But we also blame it on other people like, oh, but I'm in this place because of my relationship. I'm in this place because of my boss. I'm in this place because of, you know, I started my career late. I'm in this place because I started my career early. You know, we make up all these external excuses about why we're stuck, why we're, you know, not willing to commit. So let's talk about acceptance. You have to be honest about where you are. So if you're like, I'm actually doing pretty good and I guess I don't really need to make a change. That's not being honest. Somewhere in your gut, you're like, I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right? And I'm, you know who, you know, I'm talking to you, girl. I actually am putting this episode earlier in the queue because I have a former colleague um, who is in the middle of this wanting to make a change, but she's been afraid to make this change. And you know exactly who you are. You're applying for jobs in a different country. (laughs) And somewhere in your gut, you're like, it's time, right? Like I've been doing the same thing over and over. I just fell back into that same pattern. I'm doing the same job for the same people with the same pain, with the same like lack of boundaries, with the same like... I just am staying in my comfort zone. It's what I know. And, but deep down, you're in pain and you know that you need to make a change. And guess what? It's about committing. Now, I'm, you know, I'm someone who's taken some risk 
for sure in my life, but it's protected risk. I mean, I've got a family, I've got people to support. So I try to level out my risk, right? So I'm not saying just like, you know, to get unstuck, you need to blow everything up, but you do need to accept in yourself that you haven't committed. You got to be honest about that. Like you haven't committed to the change. You're still afraid. You're still stuck in your comfort zone. So get real about where you are. So if you're struggling with your job, you know, get real about what you're bringing to the table and what you've been afraid to bring to the table, right? And if, if it's about a relationship, like get real about what you're bringing to that relationship. Like stop talking about other people. Stop talking about how their influence on you. I want you to just start looking at you and what you're bringing to the table and what level of commitment you're bringing. And when you're ready to make a change, what level are you ready to bring? So let's just use the metaphor of working out or wanting to get in shape. Let's say you want to get into shape, okay? So so when we start this change and we think about this level of commitment we're going to need to put in to this change, we all start somewhere, right? So if you want to get into shape, you may be someone who's like, been doing the minimum, right? Like maybe you've been going to the gym like once or twice a week or you run once a week. So you're not really starting at that rock bottom place, right? You're starting at a place where you have something to build on, okay? Or you're starting at a place where you've never even exercised before. So it doesn't matter where you're starting from, but you need to be honest. You need to be honest about where you're starting from because the more honest you are about it, the more committed you're going to be, right? Like, okay, I realize that I'm starting at zero, which means I can't go from zero to a marathon. I'm, that's not sustainable. I'm never going to be able to commit to that because it's going to be super hard in the beginning. It's going to push me so hard that I'm just going to end up quitting. This is what we do to ourselves. That's called self-sabotage, right? Like I'm going to make a goal that's so big that there's no possible way I'm going to meet it. So let's get real about where you are. If you're starting from zero, then you need to go to point one, right? Like don't go to one even. Just start at point one. Make it easy on yourself. It's about commitment. It's not about difficulty. It's not about level of difficulty. It's about committing. It doesn't matter how much you do every day as long as you do it every day. Commit. Commit to the process, commit to the journey, commit to this as a shift in your entire lifestyle. It's not temporary. This is not a diet that you go on for two weeks and then you go off of it. This is a retraining of who you are, how you show up, how you commit, your resilience. This is everything, right? Like when you commit to making this change in your life, it's the commitment that brings the growth. It's not the whether or not you make it to that goal. It's that you commit to the process. That's everything. Committing to the process is resilience. It's confidence. It's regaining your power. It's about drive. It's about motivation. It's about riding through the down days and realizing that they're not rock bottom, right? That you can manage them because now you're resilient and you're confident 
and you're applying yourself and you're committing. So even the down days are easier because they're not going to take you all the way down, right? It's just a blip. Like you're going to ride it like a wave and then you're going to ride it up and then you're going to ride it down. And that's part of the fun in a way, right? Is like understanding that rhythm and riding through it. So again, this metaphor of getting in shape is like, you can make your plan, you can make your list, you can sign up for your online thing, you can sign up for your gym membership, you can sign up for your yoga studio. But none of that matters until you start, (laughs) until you actually take action. So we get stuck in the planning phase for a long time. Like, I'm going to change jobs. Let me just look at all the jobs first. Let me practice. Let me like put out some applications. Let me just, you know, look. Let me shop for a while. Okay, I want to get into shape. Let me like look at all the ways I could get into shape. Do I want to run? Do I want to do yoga? Do I want to go to the gym? Like, do I want to commit to a team? And then we just sit there and we like spin. Oh, I want to start my own business. Let me like watch a million hours of online videos of how to start a business. Let me listen to a million podcasts. Let me read a million books. And guess what? You're not committing to shit, dude. (laughs) Like That's not commitment. That's planning, which is great. But you need to plan and then go. And I'm not saying that you do it blindly. Like, yeah, I think it's great to have a plan, but that plan also might change. So don't get so caught up in the plan that that plan is actually going to slow you down because that plan is going to change. It's going to shift. It's going to be modified based on where you are, right? If you're starting at zero and you go to point one, well, guess what? In three weeks, point one isn't going to do anything for you. It's not going to push you any further. So that plan is going to have to shift according to how you you are changing. Okay, so let's talk about the fear related to this. Okay, so if we talk about the fear related to getting in shape, well, there's this fear that I'm going to commit for two weeks and then I'm going to quit and I'll just be back to square one. Okay, so this is untrue. So I want you to just listen to this part really carefully. When you start something and you do it for two weeks and then you, let's, I'm going to put this in quotes, quit. You've done something for two weeks, which means you started to lay a foundation for two whole weeks. Now, if you made your goal a little bit bigger than you could accomplish, It doesn't mean that you're quitting, right? You did two weeks of work. That's not quitting. That's just recalibrating. I think we get into this mindset of like, start over, start over, start over. I didn't do it perfectly the first time. Start over. It's the start over mentality that that keeps you stuck. That you're just like, okay, let me just like crawl under the rock one more time. Let me just get cozy under there. It's what I know you're going to get uncomfortable, right? Like two weeks of committing to something is going to make you uncomfortable. And it's going to be your natural tendency to go back into comfort. This is just what we do as humans. Like we know something, it keeps us safe. It keeps us comfortable. We don't like discomfort. So we're going to run back to the comfort. 
And we're going to do it at these milestones. I think two weeks is probably a milestone. I think a month is a milestone. I think three months, six months, and a year, right? Like these are all places where we're going to get, you know, we're going to get scared and then we're going to run back under the rock. What I want you to realize is that that's fine. You're like, what? That's not okay. Like that means I stopped. That means I didn't commit. No, it means that you're committing to the journey. And guess what? Part of the journey is going back under the rock. Like that's part of it. You start and then you stop and then you go backwards and then you start again. So I like to call this the creed montage (laughs) or you can call it the Rocky montage or you can call it the, I don't know, basically any movie where like dirty dancing, (laughs) like any movie where you have this underdog and they need to commit to something to get to the future version of themselves. And we're all in this watching the journey. And and this is every movie, right? You watch the journey. It you know, there's no more dialogue. It just turns into music. And then they're like doing the work and they're doing the work and they're doing the work. And then they go to test themselves, right? They go into like the first fight or the first dance and they fail. This is what happens every single time. Like you know this story, right? They fail. They have to fail. That's like part of the the best way to like write a plot, right? There has to be that first like mini climax where you think they're going to do well and then they and then they fall. And the whole part of the journey, this is getting back under the rock, right? And then what we watch them do is like rise up like phoenix from the ashes, right? And they rise up and they go back after it. And that's when we watch them win. And so I want you to realize that wherever you're starting, that is part of it. So if you are out there, you know who you are, applying for jobs in another country, there's going to be this part of you that's like, please take me back under the rock. Please take me back into my comfort zone. Here's where the change happens. You get under the rock. Okay, you you realize when you're under there that the decisions you've been making to stay there are not actually serving you. So here's what happens when we commit to change, it changes our relationships and it changes our relationship to ourselves. And we start to feel scared that our relationships are going to change. We might lose some relationships and we're scared that there won't be new relationships, that there won't be something like new once we give this old piece up. So we have to give up the old version of ourselves. This is part of the acceptance. We're giving up that version of ourselves that just climbs back under the rock and stays there. We're accepting that we're going to go under the rock, but we're not accepting that we're going to stay there because we're like, fuck that. I stayed under that rock for so long. I did not give myself the chance to see what was outside. I was too scared and I'm not going to do that anymore. Part of commitment has to come from this like, like, I don't want to say like anger, but sort of this like, this like, fuck that attitude. Like, I am not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to live that way anymore. I deserve so much more. And I'm committing to this belief 
that I deserve more than that. And that's where the relationship side of things comes in too. Like if you've been showing up in relationships out of obligation, you need to let those relationships go. And it's so hard because you're like, but these people are important to me. You don't have to like cut them out of your life, but you have to take a break. You have to get some distance from the relationships that are not serving you. Get some distance from the job that's not serving you. Just get some distance from these these things so that you can look at them from a different perspective. And what I'm going to tell you is that once you let go of those relationships where you like don't totally feel like you fit in, when you commit to this change, there are going to be relationships on the other side where you're like, oh my God, (laughs) like this is it. I feel so seen. Like I feel like this is where I belong. You're going to feel like that in different locations. You're going to feel like that in different jobs because you're committing. You've accepted where you are. You've accepted your fear. You've accepted that you're going to fall. You've accepted you're going to go back under the rock. And you've accepted that you're not going to freaking take it anymore. Like you're not going to do that anymore. You're going to keep showing up. You're going to go back under the rock and then you're going to come back. Like you're allowed to take a breather, but you're committing to the journey. You're committing to the change. And on the other side of that change, I know it's so scary when you show up somewhere new and you're like, I don't know this place, but there's a part of your gut that's like, yeah, but this is going to move you forward. This is going to take you somewhere unexpected, exciting, and a place that's ultimately better aligned. And and I know this. So for this person that I'm talking about, she's kind of been stuck in in the same kind of job that has the same amount of stress. That's like, you don't get a break. It's You step into this kind of job because I've been in that job. She basically took over my old job. And you get into this job that's just like burnout, like from day one. You're just like, if I'm going to be successful at this job, I'm just going to burn out because there's no way to do this job without that level of effort. That's just a belief, right? I mean, that's not true, but that's, you step into certain jobs and it's like the only way I can succeed at this job is to work like 60 hours a week and never take a break and check my email when I'm on vacation. So this person that I'm referring to, Um, is now on a trip to another country to explore opportunities and look for new jobs. And I can tell you, lady, (laughs) that this is what you need in your life. And what you don't need is that same job in a different country. What you need is to step into and commit to this new version of yourself that asks for what you deserve and ask for what you need. So if that means 30 hours a week, if that means you consult so that you can take like long vacations or that you have the kind of job that's remote first and you can work wherever you want, these are the things that are going to make your soul cry out, please, can you go after that? And then your brain's going to say, but that doesn't exist. So tune into your intuition, tune into your soul, ask for what you deserve, because guess what? Sometimes they're going to say yes. And sometimes you're going to say no, and you're going to make a decision based on that no. 
that maybe I'm not going to take this job out of scarcity and desperation. I'm going to keep going because I believe in my heart that I deserve this change, that I deserve what's on the other side of this commitment. And I'm not going to stand for anything less than that anymore in my life. I'm not going to stand for less than that in my relationships. I'm not going to stand for less than that in my job or in the place that I live. Like I'm going to keep pushing for that version of myself that's on the other side. And guess what? Eventually, you're not going to go back under the rock. You're not going to need it. You're going to find other ways to cope. And it's not going to be hiding. It's not going to be hiding yourself or not having the conversation or being afraid to step into this new version of yourself. So let me share a little bit of my story. So when I, so, okay, I'm going to go all the way back. Not all the way. <laughs> I'm going to go back to where this story really begins. So, um, so I was running my own business in 2016. And I went on a vacation. So I was running my own business. I decided, you know what? I'm going to take a long break and I'm also going to work remotely. So the plan was my husband was still, you know, in a normal job where he had normal hours and like normal vacation time. And I was working for myself. So I took my kids to my parents' house for three weeks, which was, I was living on the West Coast and they were living on the East Coast of the U.S., And I took them there for three weeks, super fun. I mean, the kids had so much fun. And I was just working very casually. Like I was working West Coast hours, but on the East Coast. So I was waking up late. Um, It was very, very relaxed. The kids were just having the time of their lives. And I could kind of focus on where I wanted to be in the business. And ironically, I got a job offer while I was there. So I just launched my business. I was really happy with the way things were going. And then I got a job offer and it was in another country and it was really exciting. They wanted me to run their business, step in as managing director. And I'd never been really like offered that right off the bat. Nobody had recruited me to run a business. I'd been recruited for other roles, but not for like the top role. And I was really excited. So I ended up, you know, I was already on the East Coast. I went to New York for an interview and... I was just really feeling good about myself. I was like, this is cool, you know? But in a way, that was my rock, right? Like I needed this external validation, even though I was running my own business and I felt like things were going well, running your own business is hard. And I got this job offer. So I spent three weeks with my parents and then the plan was to spend three weeks with my husband's mom. And she lives in Europe. And of course, at the time I was living in the U.S. So we went to Europe. And then while I was in Europe with my husband's family, but essentially by myself, he wasn't there. And I was with the kids. I got a text message from my mom that she had just left her house like two days before. And she just found out that she had a brain tumor. So... I know this is like a a sad story. (laughs) It doesn't end well. Um, But this is where my journey started. And I just wrote a book about it. So that's going to be coming out soon. I'm really proud of it because it was a place for me to really like process this whole story. But basically, when something really tragic happens in your life, it changes the way you look at life, right? 
So, so needless to say, the next like four months as my mom got sick were really hard. And she passed away about, yeah, about five months, five or six months after her diagnosis. It was really like the hardest period of my life because I had to run the business and support my dad and deal with like, I had no idea what was happening, right? Like we didn't know what was happening. Um, so when, when it was all over and I was trying to put the pieces back together, this is when the idea of moving to Europe started to creep in because it's kind of like you get into this state of mind when something like that happens that you're like, this is it. Like I don't have forever, you know? So I was 41 and this, you know, sent me into this whole spin of like, I'm tired. This was kind of like my rock bottom. Like, I'm not going under the rock anymore. Like, fuck this. I keep falling into the same patterns. I keep falling into the same trap. I went for the job. And I was like applying for the job and doing interviews while a lot of stuff was happening with my mom. And I tra- I was traveling a lot, trying to figure out if I was going to take this job. And it also made me realize that work for my whole life was first. I put work first. Here I am on a Sunday recording podcast. It's different now though. It's more like this is personal growth, (laughs) not not work to me. This is part of my journey. But in any case, I, you know, I I had to make this shift in my life to go after the things that I'd been hiding from. And one of those things was like overworking, you know, I was hiding from a lot of things by overworking. And I was not doing jobs that were aligned, right? I just kept falling into the same pattern, you know, this job I knew I would be good at and then burnout. Okay, I'm good at this job. Let me try this one. The environment feels different. Okay, burnout. Like I was just doing exactly what I'm saying my colleague is doing. Like I would just look at the job, go, okay, on paper, I'm like the perfect fit for that job. But was the job the perfect fit for me? No, I was, it was like, like burning my cortisol from like day one. It was not the right kind of work for me, but I was really freaking good at it. And it's hard to break that pattern, right? Of like, but I'm really good at this thing. I don't even know what that thing is over there. But I was at the point where I was like, but I don't care anymore. I'm not going to keep doing this to myself. I was like beating my head against a wall. So we started exploring this idea of moving to Europe. And, you know, there's my, my situation is really different than a lot of people's because I'm married to somebody who's European. And there's always this feeling of like, okay, we're in the US, we're far from your home. You've made a lot of sacrifices and compromises. Let's, let's shift that, you know, like let's, let's make sure that now I'm the one making the compromises. So, we cut, you know, we put a lot of thought into where would the where would this next move be and what would make sense and you know what makes sense for where we are. And the Netherlands just kind of like came up on the list of, you know, places where it felt good to raise a family and where the kids would have a certain amount of freedom, where, you know, there was this connection to you didn't have to be in your car all the time. So it really like checked off a lot of boxes. But let me tell you that when you make a commitment to move to another country where you have zero like cultural understanding, you don't know anyone who's from that country, (laughs) 
you don't speak the language. You literally have like zero connection. (laughs) It is really freaking hard. So I remember getting here and taking the kids to a playground and other kids on the playground were trying to talk to them and just being lost. Like, I don't know how to help you. Like, I can't navigate this world for you. I don't know it. It was like so painful, really painful. I mean, talk about having to let go of your old self and like let go of everything you knew about being a parent, which is like being able to show up for your kids and like, you know, navigate every situation. It was like, we're in this together, dudes. (laughs) Like, I was like, I can't, I'm not like, I'm not better at this than you are. We just have to navigate it together. And it was really hard. And that was six years ago. My kids are now completely fluent in Dutch. Like, it's almost like their first language. They read in Dutch. They go to school in Dutch. They obviously, like, are still American. <laughs> like, they're not, that's not going to get lost anywhere along the way. My cultural ties are very strong. Um, but the thing is, I had to really let go of a version of myself. And it was hard because there was nowhere to run back to. Like the rock had vanished. Like I could not hide under that rock. There was no more comfort zone. Like it was just dis... And I I can say truly now, like I'm not out of discomfort. I mean, I still, I understand a lot of the language, but I still don't speak it, you know, which is crazy. Um, But that's one of the advantages of being here. It's very international. So everyone speaks English and it, and you know, you can navigate with English pretty easily. It's basically almost like an unofficial second language. But the reason I want to share this story is because I kind of got to this rock bottom place, right? And I didn't see any way to get out of it except to plunge. (laughs) And I'm not necessarily recommending that as an option, But there is this time where you just decide, like, this is it. Like, there is no going back. I can't go back to the old version of myself. I can't go back to that, like, beating my head against the wall. Now, I did find versions of that rock to try to hide under along the way. And I would say that came with work. So I was, like, in a new place, in a new environment. And then I ended up, like, going back to that same work pattern. Luckily, I didn't do it for very long. But I did. The whole time I was there, I knew it was temporary. I mean, it's really interesting how I never felt that way before. I was like, oh, it was like in my brain. I was like, I'm in the rock again. Like, here I am. I recognize it and it's temporary. Like, this is just a, like, I got under here for a minute, but I, I knew I was sort of like making plans the whole time to get out, which I think is really great. Like, if you're in that place, I encourage you, like, keep following your intuition about it because you're right. It took me three years to get out from under it. But the whole time from the minute, I wouldn't say the minute I got into it, but let's say like six months after I got into that sort of final last job, I I knew the whole time. And you know, I think it's similar with relationships too. We run back to our comfort zone in relationships. We run back to those old patterns. And I think, you know, I did that. And then I remember like in my last relationship, I knew. I was like, this is like, this is it. This is like the jumping off point. The next one's going to be the one. And I was right. And there was somewhere in my deep gut that knew that like, 
this is sort of the last time I'm going to do this. Like, this is the last carousel ride, you know, like I'm going to get off this carousel and I'm going to go over to like the, the, the big dogs, you know, like I'm going to go to like the real one, um, where I'm really going to learn and change. So you don't have to take the big risk, but you do have to commit, right? Like I had to get totally out of even the country to commit. It took that for me. And I think like these aren't things that you just, you know, that just come out of nowhere, right? Like the seeds had been planted. I had lived in Europe before. It wasn't like this complete shift. You know, I spent a lot of time in Europe, obviously, because of my husband. So, I mean, it wasn't for me, you know, I'm not somebody who like lived in the US and never traveled and then all of a sudden made this big change. Like it made sense for my life. Like it wasn't like this huge drastic shift. Because again, it's like you have to go from zero to point one. So I was already at like a, I would say like a five, right, of comfort level living in Europe, which is, which is important. You know, I mean, I had already sort of planted the seeds to get here. So what, what does this story mean? Why am I telling this story? It means that there's a moment in your life where you're like, I, I choose that I will never go back to the old version. Not because it wasn't great, right? It's not that I was like rejecting something. My life up until that moment where where I moved was beautiful. Like I see, I have zero regrets. Like I love all the things I've done, including my failures, right? Like the failures and the times when I fell really hard on my face were the times where I learned the most. And I got up, right? Like I got up from those those times and that's, where you learn, right? Like I, and so I think because I had fallen on my face so hard um, and that's like for another episode, but I knew I had the resilience to like know that if I was going to fall again, I'd know how to get up. And that's what all of these changes teach you, right? That you can go forward. And, and so I really want to encourage you that if you feel pulled back to the rock, Tell yourself it's temporary. Commit to this change because you wouldn't be here if you didn't want it. I know that you want it. I know that there's this part of your heart and soul that knows there's this version of you over here that exists, right? Like you kind of have seen, you've peeked into that future and into that life and it's pulling you. It's drawing you in. There's something really beautiful about it that you want. You're just afraid and it's super normal. And that fear is never going away. So don't think that there's some magic moment where you're like, and now the fear is gone. I was scared shitless to move here. And I was scared the whole probably first year. And I think when we, when we say like there's relationships we have to let go of, you know, I mean, I have relationships in the U.S. that I am not letting go of. Like there are people that I love And they're still in my life. And I'm really happy for that. And there were also relationships that I let go of because they weren't weren't serving this new version of myself, right? Like they didn't fit into this, you know, optimized, (laughs) this optimized version that didn't really have time to get sucked into some of the places where those relationships had taken me in the past. And it wasn't like I like formally broke up with anyone. It's just like there's a natural evolution 
to, you know, letting go of certain relationships. And I did. And other relationships I've held on to. Um, and I'm actually really like proud of that because when I go back to the U.S., I'm going to Portland where I lived before we moved and I have wonderful friends there and I'm going to see them and I'm so excited about that. And then I'm going back to my hometown of Encinitas, California, and I'm going to see a lot of people when I'm there, which I'm really excited about. So I held on to relationships. I also let go of relationships and I never thought that being in a new country where I didn't speak the language would ever result in having a community that I felt connected to. And today, tonight, I'm going out to dinner with two women who have been pretty, I would say, like critical parts of this journey of, you know, when I got laid off from my last job and and started stepping into this coaching consulting world. And the fact that, so one of them doesn't live in this country, another one does, and somehow like we're all coming together and there's another woman meeting up with us. But it's so interesting to me that I'm like, this is my community now. Like these are the people and it's all, it's, and they encompass everything, right? Like my weird woo-woo spiritual side, my like hardcore driven business side, my like desire to have like strong female friends, my realization that I'm middle-aged, like it makes sense for me to hang out with middle-aged people. Like it's all the goods, like it's all coming together in this beautiful way. And I also know that these relationships that I'm forming, like it's different when you're older too. Like I don't, I'm not going to be seeing these people every day, but you develop these relationships where you're like, this is amazing. Like I'm getting so much from this relationship and I feel like the other person is too. So just know that when you decide, when you decide that you're going to step into this journey, that you're going to commit, that you're going to go back under the rock, but you're going to push yourself out from under it again. And you're going to tell yourself, there's no way I'm ever going back. I'm getting into shape and I'm never going to be out of shape again in my life. That's the difference. Never again will I be out of shape, ever. I might not get to the goal as fast as I want to. I might not be like the superstar athlete. That actually might never happen, but I will never not be in shape. That's what we're going for. doesn't matter what amount of shape, right? But you're not zero. You'll never be at zero because you're never going back there. You're never going back there. Even if you go under the rock, it's not zero. Because you put in the time. So just love that about yourself. Like, love that. It's not zero to 60. And then if you're not at 60, you're at zero. It's not. It's a whole 0 0.1, 0 0.2, 0 0.3 trajectory. And wherever you are, just keep going forward. Know that those relationships are going to be better. They're going to serve you better. Know that those jobs are going to be more aligned. Know that that new country or that new city is going to feel more like home than any other place because you're committing to this journey of this new version of yourself. And this is what that person needs to get there. This is part of that. So feel into the discomfort. Understand there's going to be like some shame and guilt that comes up early on. And all of that will disperse for feelings that you've never allowed yourself to have about your work, about where you live, about your relationships, 
It's all waiting for you. As soon as you decide that you're done, that you're done with the old ways, that you're making the change, you're making the shift. I'm so in this with you. I've been there more than once. It's fucking hard (laughs) at the beginning. That first step, that first jump is the hardest. And there will be new jumps, but you're never going back to zero. You're never going back. You're never going back to that kind of job and that pattern and that old relationship. You're just never going back. You can't. You have too much awareness now. It's never going back to zero. So I'm totally standing with you every step of the way. I'm holding your hand through this. I'm helping you make the commitment. I'm making the jump with you. Know that I'm here because feeling like you're alone is the hardest part. So commit to the journey, commit to the new version of yourself, commit to the idea that three years from now, it's going to happen, right? Like it's not going to happen tomorrow. Project it into the future because it's going to take some time to get there, but the journey is so freaking worth it. It's so worth it. I'm so in it with you. I'm really excited for you. I'm excited for this next step. And if you need support, you know where to find me. I'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Business for Humans. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And please leave a review so that other business owners can find the show. Learn more at practica.consulting.com.